Welcome to the Dungeon House. Scary things happen here. Yes, and it is the scary time of year for us, but not for you as you're listening to this. Last time on the Dungeon House, um, we got on a boat and we stayed on the boat. And then we heard some songs and we made sure we stayed on the boat. And then we went home. And that was, that was about it. And yeah, yeah. Yep, that about sums it up. Nice job, Chase. Thank you. I, I, I will admit, there might be a couple added details about how there was a dangerous siren swimming about, and it was only due to the intellect of David Stone's metagaming. I mean, intelligence. The understanding that the magic ability of the songs do not pass Lehman's tiny hut. Might be an interesting detail to take part in, but yes, that is what happened on the dungeon house. But... This time, we are in store for quite a bit. As Chase was mentioning, it is sort of the, the spookiest time of year. And so as we start getting into the darker, colder months of the year, it just means that it justifies playing more D&D instead of going outside and doing other things. <laughs> I, I agree. I don't know. <laughs> My wife does, but that's okay. All right, but let's jump into this. So last off, I remember the party had gotten back to uh, the home base sort of area that Astoria set up. You came knocking, and I believe you guys were just about to knock on Astoria's door or enter or around that area. Yeah, talked, already not, I think yeah. we talked to Astoria. Oh, fast. Yeah, I told her about the, the knife and the short sword thing, switch. I think Lua wanted to have a private private conversation with Lua or with Astoria, if I remember. Okay. Lua wanted to talk to herself. Wait, Lua wanted to talk. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Usually, I end on cliffhanger, so I'm sort of surprised I ended on that note. All right. So we will just jump in. I think the party would have left the room, and Lua is now starting off with a private conversation with Astoria. Yeah. Sure. We can do that. Um, Astoria. Yes. Sorry, wrong voice. <laughs> yes. Um, yes. Ast- um, do you have any idea of maybe how I could go about getting my eye back? Or I feel like I might become rather useless really, really quickly if I don't get it taken care of. No, I. That does make sense. I. I think it would mess with your depth perception, is what the modern day scientists are saying is developing in this yes. kind of study. It's uh, it definitely does make it a little bit harder to uh, cast magic, for sure. I do know that um, we've had a a recent uh, joiner to the cause. I I can't I can't remember his name off the top of my head. Melvin, Marshall. Mar Dargan something along those lines but he he is a uh, a healer and he might be able to assist with the regrowing of your eye well it would be very 
very helpful, I think, if you could. But well, I guess we'll see. No, for sure. I, if I may ask, how was the... Unless there's anything else you wanted to talk about. No, I just wondered if you knew of anywhere, anybody. What's your question, Astoria? So, how was the, um, the temple? In your opinion. It was... Rough, I would say. Um, there was... I don't know, things that didn't make sense, and... I guess things we weren't expecting. No, that's that's very true. If if I can confide in you for a bit, I what happened at the temple I feel like is very bad and we might need to act now and then later. What uh what did you see or what what is it that you're concerned with? Um I think tonight I'll I'll talk to the rest of you all and discuss sort of my feelings and what Captain Moroni has been seeing around and what needs to take place for to stand a chance. Okay. Is there a time you would like to meet with everybody? Um, tonight, I'll probably have a, a meeting with everyone that's here and discuss sort of the um, final objectives. Okay, that sounds fair. Is there anything else you need for me? No, you can leave. We'll see you later. Shoot. As right. you op open the door, Louis, you'd probably see David Stone just outside of the door. Should we uh, just kind of like look at you and like scoot past you? Excuse me. And then I'll kind of just knock. Astoria, uh, do you have a minute? Come in, David. I'll kind of come in. Um, <clears throat> this uh, this will just be brief. Um, and I'll kind of reach into my pocket and, and I'll take the... I think we got, what, 200 gold last time? Yeah, 200 gold. I'll take the 200 gold and I'll set it back down and I'll just say... I... I'm sorry to let you down, but I can't be a part of this anymore. What? I, uh... I thought this would be something different, um, and... Unfortunately, I don't think... I don't think I belong here, so... I, I wish you the best in, in your endeavors, and I... Hope all those kids out there will... Find something to believe in. It seems like most of them have, but... Wait, I... wait, David. You you watch as a story sort of, like, takes the gold from the, the table and, like, tosses it back over to you. Keep it. Thank you. I wish, um... Just to be frank... I wish you and your family the best, and I might recommend taking a um, vacation 
off the continent for a while. I think uh, with what I've learned, I think you might be right. Good luck, Best Astoria. Best of luck. And with that, I'll I'll turn and I'll walk out the door. All right. Nice. I'm assuming at this point, the rest of the party has sort of congregated together downstairs as Lua sort of joined them as they all walk as watch as David Stone sort of walks down the stairs. I'm assuming you're just walking past the party, any goodbyes? I'll just kind of walk up to them and just <clears throat> um I can't stay here. I uh I'm getting a little too old for this. I have a family and This is this is out of my league. And so it was nice meeting you all. I wish you all the best of luck. Thank you very much. We appreciate all the help you've been. It was uh it was good to meet you, David, if you uh ever need anything or if you ever need any help. We're around, or you can get in contact with us. You seem like someone that's respectable. I don't blame you for thinking about your family first. It definitely is the most important. Thanks. I hope you all find whatever you're searching for. Yeah, no worries, man. Like, yeah, just ditto. Uh, have a good journey. Just know you're uh, always part of the celestial whole. And you are good. Yeah. And with that, I'll kind of just start walking, turn back, and disappear. All right. Before you disappear, roll a D D twenty. <laughs> This is a uh, first edition DM punishment right here. Nine. <laughs> Let's see. End of world disasters. D twenty. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> and you got a nine. With the nine, before David Stone leaves, you watch us like. Hell breaks loose, and a hand reaches up and grabs David Stone by the eyes and pulls him down. You know, whatever. <laughs> no, like a meteorite strikes and kills everybody. This is this is how they did it in first edition. You know what I mean? Rock fall, everybody dies. <laughs> it's like you, you fail a Constitution save, take twenty d a hundred damage, <laughs> stuff like that. <laughs> All right, and so with that, with David Stone heading off to go take care of his family and get the freak out of this country, um, you guys are sort of just left there. Uh, you're sort of in the area, uh, just in the guild hall. Yeah, if you look around, not a lot, not too many faces you recognize. There is always Maurice in the corner, as usual. Um, is what is, what would you all like to do? 
Uh, um, I'd like to borrow some money to go buy, um, a healing potion. Piper will join her on that out outing. <laughs> Gail would join on that outing as well. Oh, really? <laughs> Gail doesn't need healing potion. <laughs> Did you say Gail doesn't need a healing potion? <laughs> I think Gale has the highest HP of everybody. I do think I have the highest HP as of right now. That's her. Wow. Oh. Um, I'll ask as we kind of like, I'm kind of milling about to. Um, Blue, would you like to join us to go get some some supplies? Um, sure. Why not? Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. As you all head over, um, I'm pretty sure I established this, but just as a reminder, like Maurice is sort of running the um, area to buy stuff here in the guild hall. Just because. Maurice! That's what Maurice does. Favorite character I ever invented that never. Anyways, uh, as you approach Maurice, he's like, oh, I gotta get this voice. Oh. You're all back. How are you doing, Lua? And are you doing all right, and you, Maurice? Doing well. I, I do notice that. Uh, I know Rock was hiding from me. It was pretty easy to see him, figure out what was <laughs> going on. But is he no longer with you all? Um, I I don't think he is. I I think he. Uh, We just woke up one morning and uh, Rock and the. Uh, I realize this Rock is involved there. <laughs> White Knight. Yeah, can I do a perception check to see if I see Rock? That's what I was thinking. <laughs> what? Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, dude. No, you're good. So, I, I think I, I said what she was said. Yeah. Can we assume uh, that Rock has gone off with Sister somewhere? Ooh! Gail gets secondhand embarrassment and starts blushing. <laughs> what you thinking there? Uh, <laughs> this it's kind of you know the <clears throat> it's really it's really warm in this room. I think I'm a little bit too close to the hearth, and yeah. I'll cast step a little bit back. I do have a potion of cold if that will cold you. How much is the potion of gold? Yeah, five copper. Uh, I'll take it. That's in my budget. Uh, I'll give her. I'll give him a silver, and I'll take two. All right. Here is some potions of cold. As Maurice hands over some bottled water. <laughs> potion of hydration. <laughs> nice. I, right. I love that. <laughs> it will stop you know, like, work. It will stop working in about thirty minutes. <laughs> well, that's not good. I might have to buy more of these, and I start drinking them profusely. As this cool liquid hits your throat, Gail, you feel a, a moment of chill as it runs down into your stomach. It's not just a potion of hydration, it's a chill 
potion of cold. That sounds so nice. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, but I understand. I, I understand. How, how can I help you out more today? We were hoping you might give us a good price on some healing potions. Ah, I have many healing potions. What are you looking for? Just a common one, one of greater healing. We even have a couple supreme healing potions. Do you have one with like sparkles that represent celestial regeneration? Um, I could put sparkles in a supreme healing potion and that would work. That's pretty good. How much is a supreme healing potion? Ah, that is a good Not that Piper thinks she's going to need it, but sorry, she doesn't actually say that. Just forgot to turn off the accent. All right, so for a supreme healing potion, we're looking at, oh my gosh, uh, 20,000 gold. That is a rip off, my dear friend. Dives. Dives are tough. I agree with that. Perhaps, perhaps we'll just grab a couple common healing portions then. Yes, they, they usually go for about 50 gold apiece, but for the cause, they're 45. What about three copper pieces? <laughs> we uh, still need to fund this operations. We're not a charity organization. Forty-five's not bad. Um, how much? Uh, how much is this worth? And I hold up the chunk of gold that Gail picked up. Oh, that's right. You're I right. have a chunk of gold too, don't I? You are. A lot of you have chunks of gold. I think everyone does. We oh. all grab a chunk of gold. Everyone grab a chunk of gold. All right. You watch as Marie sort of like pulls out the little metal device and he begins tinkering with it. Sniffs it with his nose. That's not a sniff. Let me get that. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Marie sits there. Wow, this is worth. Whoever wants to roll a d100. What? Um, I guess I'll do it. Go for it. If it's only worth five, both these doesn't want to be sad. Uh, I got an eighty-five. 8,500 gold pieces. Whoa! Not 1,000. 100. 100. 8,500. Yes. Which is 8,500. Correct. Is that just for his, or is it for all of ours? That's just for his. Each one will have a different value associated with it. <sighs> oh my gosh. I hate that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, does anyone else have chunks of gold they would like valued right now? Piper's gonna get hers valued real fast. Gonna break out my nice dice. Let's see. All right, let me examine your chunk of gold, Piper. Money, money. Hmm. This is worth. 
So I got 105. You can't get that. It's impossible to get. I got double zeros. Double zeros. And then a five. Oh. Double zeros is... Oh, wait. What? Zero. Yeah, double zeros is zero. Hold on. What? A zero. I thought... Wait, really? Yeah. Oh, that's dumb. Can I (laughs) re-roll? I would. Um, I will take it elsewhere and get it reprised somewhere else. (laughs) (laughs) I don't care. Hey, hey, if if, if you you send me food, you always have inspiration. (laughs) What food would you like? (laughs) Yeah, I'll let you re-roll. I'll use your inspiration, though. Oh. Yes, David. I just dropped my dice. I might pick some other dice, though. <laughs> I just imagine it being like Pawn Stars, and it's like this super nice thing. He's like, well, I'm going to have to find a buyer. I'm going to have to warehouse it for a little while. I, I just don't think I can really do more than just like two copper pieces. I'm sorry. <laughs> They're like, oh, I guess I'll sell it to him. Dang it. I'm on TV. That's 47. 47 pieces of gold. Pepper's still going to take it elsewhere. Sorry, 4,700 pieces of gold. And I'm like, what the freak? Okay. Is it the same size as Gale's? Because I'm sure that Piper took the most amount. Wow, wow, wow. I'm sorry. We can make this Piper's fool's greedy. gold. We can make this fool's gold in a second. Okay. So I, I, I wouldn't be complaining right now. God. Oh, yes, God, David. Whatever. Okay, check in. And then Faith, you want to go, right? Yeah. Sixty. All right, you have six thousand pieces of gold, Rebecca. I have a question. Yes. Yes. Uh, what if I melted those down into actual gold pieces? Like, like it could just be nuggets or something, but like something like that. So how how this valuation is working is, I will take this chunk of gold and give you six thousand gold pieces as currency back. You could melt it down, shape it, and try to sell it for a different amount later in life, but um, I will probably give you the best deal out there. In your thoughts, of Rebecca, that's pretty prideful. Um, <laughs> what? I just, what? This anyway. guy's giving us some good stuff. <laughs> I said inner thoughts. Okay, that sounds good. All right. And then, um. How much is mine? Lua. Oh, no. Uh, let me let me check yours out. Um, as, as Maurice is looking at this, ooh, does anyone have a perception over 15? I do. I have a 15 perception. All right. I have a 17. Rebecca's the only one that notices. Sorry. Um, but as he's evaluating this gold chunk, you notice he's not really doing it as detailed as he did everybody else's. Mm. Mm. <laughs> At the end, it's like, Lua, a nice find indeed. What did you... This is worth 9,300 gold pieces. Okay. Wow, that's nice. Awesome. 
very impressed. Where where did you gather all these gold chunks from? Um, Can Piper make an insight check? She's the pirate. She knows the value of gold. Make an insight check? On what? Okay. (laughs) On the value that Maurice is assigning this. Assigning everyone? Or Lua in particular? Uh, we lost. Okay, you guys are... Joy disappeared. Oh. Well, I guess that... Maybe it's the Zoom telling Joy to be grateful for the gold she's Ah. getting. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Okay. We lost you for a second. All right, right, give me just a second. You guys are cutting out. I need to turn on my cellular. Give me these. Let's see. Yeah, hold on. I'm going to try and switch internet connections here. Okay. You guys are breaking up. In the meantime, Rebecca will be like, hmm, yeah, right, Marish, hmm. What? How did you do that so quickly compared to the lesser value type of gold? Ah. Uh, you see. This gold that Lua has, it's... a little bit more denser than yours. I can just feel it within my palm, the density of it. Mm. That makes sense. Okay, the reason that I was wanting to get that can you even hear me? Uh, is -hmm. because I want to see if he's giving her special treatment, not because I want more gold, but just because you know, I want to see if that's what's happening here. All right, make make an insight check and see if you're going to help Rebecca out in this conversation. I just want you to know that Gail has no sense of like how much money is that he's holding right now, because like money has no meaning to him. So he's like, "Oh, eight thousand. That sounds like a good amount. Cool. Nice." Piper thinks that Lua just really scored great. What did you get? I got Joy? a six. <laughs> oh yeah! Oh yeah! Ah, <laughs> uh, dang it! Maybe next time. <laughs> and Rebecca has just been told that the gold was just more denser. And that's how he was able to tell. Okay. Um. Should I make an insight check with that? Since I saw yeah. what he did. Yeah, make an gold insight check. Become more dense. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, gold is already oh, okay. quite. Okay, cold. I'm gonna stop now. It's fine. <laughs> what you get? That I'm rolling low. What you get, Faith? Thirteen. Thirteen. Ooh, close. But that makes a lot of sense. Density of gold, weighing it in his hand. He is an expert. Ah uh, no. <laughs> I know. Sorry, I I nat, I nat twenty the deception. I know, it's fine. I just... Faith does not agree, obviously, because it's a game, but... Yeah. It's okay. Um, Mr. Maurice, I have a question. Yes. Um, I don't really know much about money, but I was wondering if I could use some of the money that I would get from this gold chunk to see if you could fix, um, something that I got from a friend. Um, did you ever meet Vox? 
I did not have the opportunity to meet Vox. Yeah. Well, he was uh, probably one of my... Funnily enough, he was one of my biggest role models. And he passed away not too long ago. And he... I kept his cloak. And I think it at some point was magic. And I was wondering if if you could fix it. Mm. Let I, I, I'd grab it off my shoulders and show it to him. Hmm. Ah, yes. Hmm. It is possible to fix a cloak such as this, though the materials needed are quite plentiful. Um. Let's see how nice I am today. How much? Okay. So, you can either bring me some of the materials needed, though, um, with certain time constraints and how the world is predicamenting, I could fix this up, but I'll just have a debt of about 9,000 gold pieces. Yeah. 9,000? I'm pretty close. I'm only about 300 away. Rebecca would give Gail 300. Oh. Thank you, Rebecca. You sure this is... Oh, yeah. Like, you know what we're going to do with it. Yeah, that's true. You're probably going to bury it in the ground. Yep. Okay. I would I would hand it over to him. All right. I will work on this all night. Send it to my assistant. My assistant, you are... Um, I don't know if everyone has met her in this group. Fetch, what was her name? Um... Naiva? Naiva. Uh, yep. Naiva. Naiva will fix it up and have it to you in the morning. She's a, a magic whiz. Okay. Well, I'm glad I can just get all, rid of all my gold. That means I don't have to carry so much around. That That's out. fair. We should start implementing weight. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Is there anything else I can get for you or... I know you're looking for potions. It's 50 gold per healing potion, 200 for a greater healing potion, and about 2,000 for a superior healing potion. Um, can I get two regular old-fashioned classic potions? All right. That will be 90 gold for two common healing potions. Yeah, they are. But he's got a deal for 45. Oh, Ten percent off. Okay, pretty good deal. Okay, I would like the same as well. Thank you. All right, that will be ninety-five gold. Ninety gold. Ninety gold. Ninety gold. (laughs) You can't Um, cheat and pirate out for money. (laughs) Maurice, how much? How how much healing do these potions do? Mm. Just the comments. They're not the not the greatest. They only do, uh, I don't know, roughly uh, a small bit of health. Um, Lua, are you looking for something to fix uh, your your eye? No, I, there's, I'm not sure if there's a potion <laughs> that would fix my eye. Um, I... I don't remember, but I think at some point 
remember back when Ari was part of the group a long time ago. When I very first joined, right before, like a week they ago. they got a a a scroll from Maurice to to fix to to bring bring Ari back from the, the dead or something along those lines. I, I don't know, if, Maurice. Do you have something like a a restoration scroll or something like that? Uh yeah. Would I know that? Is that fair enough for me to? That's that's fair. That's fair. Yes, I I do have a, a couple of those still around. Um, I I will warrant that the results are sometimes not as ideal. Ah. Uh. But if you would like to purchase one of those and try your luck at the D20, I mean at what the spell can produce, you can do so. Reese, as a very good friend, would you recommend I take the spell or the scroll, or do you recommend I try and find a healer? I would recommend trying to find a different source. Very well. There's about a 50% chance that your eye actually, like, turns into a unstopping laser beam. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Yeah. Interesting. So, uh, yes, I would much prefer just a normal eye. Or the eye of, like, an eagle. I... It's, it's too I don't small. remember Ari having eyes like eagles. No, Ari, because Ari was a... Um, half human and half orc i'm assuming something happened along the lines of her human side sort of going away and her orc side fully taking over would be my best guess wait she was a half orc what uh, yeah I, I thought Ari was always a half orc oh would, uh, it killed was she... Here when she was half orc nope never <laughs> It should be noted that nobody here right now, besides Maurice, knew that Ari was ever a half-orc. Or even knew Ari. Lua knew Ari. Never mind. Rebecca mm -hmm. and Gail. I okay. knew Ari. Everyone knew Ari. Never mind. I, knew I Ari. didn't. Oh, Piper I, didn't. But yeah, but that's because... <laughs> <laughs> that's because she's my new character. Yes. Okay, never mind. But no one else knew that she was a half-orc. <laughs> <laughs> That boggles my mind. That's like half of Ari's character arc right there. Right? <laughs> this is, it's all coming in back to back to the beginning. It's circling. <laughs> Ari the whole time was like, oh, I have this half-human, half-orc thing going on. And the whole time everyone's like, oh, she's going. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's just what she looks like. I, I think he knew that she didn't like I knew, I knew that, but I didn't but, ever know her when she was just a half orc. Yeah, I guess you never would have realized why she hated it so much because she did talk. <laughs> but didn't she talk to you about her sister? I guess her sister doesn't have to be a full orc if, if she is. Never mind, it's fine. Whatever. But yes, yes, I would. Maurice continues. I would go elsewhere to find a, a potion oh. of this magnitude. No. It's only 5,000 gold for a fun time. What? What'd you say? Uh. Anyways. Did you say fun time? 
Yeah, like a fun time seeing what the D20 rolls. Uh, See what uh, Lua's eye ends up becoming. <laughs> Anyways, um, is there anything else that I can help you out with? Any other items you'd wish to purchase at this time? I would like... What kind of potions do you have again, Maurice? I have all sorts of potions. Hmm. Green ones, blue ones. Black and yellow and the colors of orchids. Can I can I get three common uh, healing spell or healing potions? Yeah, that will be one hundred and thirty-five of gold. All right. Like just so you guys know, it's only two d four plus two. Like. And it takes an action to use. How much? 135, you said? Yeah, 135 gold. Well, how much are the other ones? Like, one just above that? Uh, 250 for a potion. 250? Yeah. How much do they do? Uh, 44 plus 4. We get two of those instead. Okay, so about 500 gold pieces. Or 400, sorry, 400 gold pieces. Very well. Thank you, Maurice. You are right. Anything else? I I think we're all okay. All right. Nice. And on that note, what does the party do now? Just well, I'm assuming we're going to pick up another of the jobs from the board. I think um, we're just talking... I think we just have the evening off because yeah. Dory wants to talk to us a little later. Yeah. Rebecca has oh, the so idea of going dancing. All right. Dancing. Piper is down for dancing. 100%. <laughs> All right. They even break out her flute. Are we dancing here? Yeah, why not? Lua is going to retire to her room. <laughs> Oh, I'm not joining in on the fun. Not, uh, not right now, no. Understood. Take care of yourself. Thanks. And she just walked away. <coughs> All right, you guys dance and you party, because that's what you always How do. How well do I dance? Ready? Pretty darn good. What's up? <laughs> What's a performance? Performance checks for performance. Rebecca. I got a 19. Hey. Nice. This is, like, this is some nice dancing. Gail, yeah, make a performance check. I got a 16. Hey, not bad, not bad. I thought I would have done worse. Piper, make a performance <laughs> check. How's this music? How are, we, how are we jamming? How's the vibe? Yes. There's my performance. That is a dirty 20. Oh my gosh. It's like. This <laughs> Maurice and it's like flute, but... other people around start joining in. Dude, Maurice joins in. Oh, fetch. Nat 20. Maurice pulls out like the bagpipes with his big. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty crazy in here. Oh, yeah. But this is a. This is a very clean, like, this is a, a more of like medieval type music. So more of like folksy dancing back and forth and so forth. 
No EDM? Um, no, we we don't do EDM anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, at this point, the door sort of like opens up as someone like sort of strolls into the um, the guild hall as this music is blasting and everyone's just sort of having a good time. Drinks are probably being passed around at this point as you guys dance into the night. Um, as this individual sort of walks in, uh, I think all of you are over a 13 perception, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, most of you would notice that as people trickle in, one sort of stands out in particular. It's sort of a shorter-looking individual. I, I don't really know how to describe this person. Oh, I'm sorry, I missed that. Do you want me to describe him? Yeah. That was my cue. That, that was your cue. Um... <clears throat> You'd see uh, uh, about a four-foot-tall um, dwarf with um, like a long braided ponytail, blonde, um, with like sh- shaved side head, like shaved on the side, right? And then just not quite a full-on beard yet. It's kind of just like down to here, maybe. It's like it's not. It's coming in, but he's young. Right, you can tell he's a little younger. Um, blue eyes. Um, he's wearing a full plate of armor. He's fully decked out. He's got a shield that he carries on his side. You see a warhammer kind of slung in like a, a little handle or like a like a belt to his side. Um, and then he's carrying his kind of a, a helmet on him as he's walking. And Piper, you recognize he doesn't have a dancing partner. Right. <laughs> so I put down my flute. Put down my flute. And I guess I go over there. And I say, come join the dancing. Oh, it's you. Do I recognize him? Yeah, you recognize him. I thought so. How have you been? It's been a long time. Piper? Aye. I mean, we. We? How How did you get here? Oh, it's a long story. How was it in the island? Well, I have a lot of things to discuss. I would assume so, as seeing as Etna Island is on the board of one of the things that we need to go see. Yes, I uh, didn't know that you'd be... A part of this group. I didn't think I would be either, but some unfortunate circumstances have led me here, and I'm happy to be here now. Are you here by yourself? I, not long after the the trip to Etna Island, uh, the entire crew, almost the entire crew, kind of came down with something, and it wiped out everybody. I was lucky enough to get back to the to shore with two or three of the younger crew members. Oh, I'm uh, so sorry. That's fine. Uh, you know, it happens. It's a pirate's life, you know. That'd be... You look well? Thank you. I've, uh... I've, I've learned a few things, and I've been through a lot. Perhaps we can share... 
tales and adventures over a nice meal. I would enjoy that. So are you going to write to Historia or are you going to join the dancing for a little while? Uh, I think I better go speak with Historia briefly. But then right. I can come back and join. Sounds fantastic. We'll be uh, to as like, right before they can leave, like, Gail's not the best dancer, but he's like, just that awkward guy at the party, but he's trying. He, he's going to kind of walk up um, to Piper and say, uh, do you know, who is this? Because like, we noticed him coming. Inside. What's your name? Your name's Melbrick. Melbrick? Yeah, it's, it's good to meet you. I like your helmet. Thanks, babe. Helbrick, <laughs> this is my friend, Gail. Hi. Nice to meet you, Gail. You could say he's part of my new crew. I thought you said you I were here. Sail, though. What? Are, are there others in your group? Yeah, I mean, since I've gotten here, Astoria's, uh, uh, put me in kind of a group of a couple of people. We've been on one, uh, mission together, uh, so, you know, we've gotten to know each other pretty well, but, yeah, this is one of them. I'll introduce you when you get back. Oh no, Rebecca would booty shuffle, like... (laughs) Into the scene. Make um, a dexterity check. I can't ask for a perception check, but okay. No, this is a dex check. Why? Why is it a dex check? I got a nine. Oh, Gail, make a dex save. Oh no! I where this is going. Oh no! I got a 10. I rolled a 3 plus 7 on my deck save. <laughs> let me let me actually determine the save. Uh, ah. uh, Rebecca, you, you sort of like booty check your way into this conversation and you accidentally uh, booty check Gale a little too hard and Gale just falls flat on his face. Ah! <laughs> ah. I kind of just reach my hand down because I'm super short, so like I don't even bend down. I just kind of reach down and. <laughs> oh my goodness, you're very strong. And when you pick up Gail, like you know, like how birds have like hollow bones, so they feel lighter than they actually are. You just like pick him up, and he feels like way too light for how how tall he is or like his size. It's kind of a weird, weird thigh, weird. Malbrick, this. Is another member of my group. Her name is Rebecca. Oh yeah. Oh, um, I'm very sorry, Gail. I did not mean to do that. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, um. Anyway, um. Yeah, what's up? Where are you from? I'm sorry. Say that one more time. Where are you from? Uh. It's a long story. I've, uh, been walking around for a while. That's how I feel. I get that. I finally found a home here. Oh, good. Cool. Well, yeah, join the party. Uh, I need to go speak with Astoria, but I'll be back in just a little bit. 
Oh, I'm really joining the party. Okay. <clears throat> nice. All right. As the party continues, Melbrook, correct? Nice. Melbrook, you're heading your, on your way up to Astoria. Uh, eventually, I'm assuming Lua will head back to the, the Great Hall after she's rested, if that's correct, David. Yes. Nice. We'll sort of jump to Melbrick. So, Melbrick, as you get to the, the top floor that Astoria hangs in, you um, can knock on the door if you wish. Uh, you should check your phone, Kyle. Ah. Uh, oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, just go to the bottom one. I I don't understand. It came in indifferent. Oh uh, what? Okay. Um. Sorry, guys. Uh, entertainment while we wait. Entertainment? This, this podcast is brought to you by... Children. Toast. <laughs> oh, okay. That makes sense. Uh, all right. Sounds good, McKay. So... That doesn't okay. take place. Okay. Nice. Um. All right. So I guess the the party sort of continues onward. Um. Wait. Did did this, uh, is a story coming or not a story? Uh, Lua is she going back to the party? Yeah. Has Lua made it to the party yet? Sure. All right. Lua's there now. It's, oh, it's become it's becoming night. As it's getting later, and people are, are just waiting for a, a story to show up. Can I, before we start the thing, Gail, now that he's a little bit more loosened up, would it be all right if I, I tried to do some coin magic for, for the crowd? Yeah. Huh? Yeah, that would work. Okay, I, I didn't know that. Um, I got a 27. Your coin mag magic is off the charts. It is wild. Like, I'm just, I'm like, full and so when I bring someone on the stage, it'd probably be Rebecca. I'm like, all right, watch it. Watch it. And then you see it like separate into well, like five coins, like four coins between all my fingers. And then I throw them all up. And as they come down, I like grab them and I open my hand and there's just one again. I close it and then it's gone. Oh. Yeah. Is Rebecca wooed? <laughs> I was just trying to show a cool trick. You know, I don't say that. Mixed interpretation. After, a after probably about 20 minutes or so, I would probably come back down and try to find uh, Piper. And, uh, Piper, uh, grab your friends and let's go get a, get some food. Oh, 
You're muted. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> hey guys, let's go get some food. I want to talk to you about my friend here. All right, but just one more. Everybody. Watch this. And I like hold out two coins in my hand and I throw them up and then they just never come down. I, that's, that's I, it's just magic, man. I'm, it's pretty cool. I haven't done that in so long. Yeah. How many coins do you lose doing that trick? Um, <laughs> and is it worth the money? Usually about like five gold, but it's okay. It's it's for the show. Sometimes sacrifices need to be made. Sure. Um, I imagine that there's like a mess hall here, right, Kyle? Yeah, that's sort of where all this is taking place. So I'm assuming the dancing disperses. Yeah, the dancing sort of disperses. I think at, at this point, are you ready for Astoria? We can be, otherwise I can talk with the party, whatever works. All right, you talk with the party first. Okay. As everyone's grabbing food. Yeah, I imagine we'd sit down at a table. Nice. Uh, at, this, at this point, Lua sort of walks in and sits down at the table with y'all. Um, do I recognize Lua? Probably not. Um, I don't believe so. Lua, though, in your in your thingy. Yeah, that's true. So, Piper. Uh, who who are the rest of your party members? I see Gail, Rebecca, and who are these two? This is Lua, and who else are we missing? Rock's not with us anymore. No, Ray. Uh, um, Indy. Indy. Um, this is Indy. Indy can be gone. She went to bed. It's fine. Okay. Indy went to bed. We like point her out. Like that was Indy as she like walks out of the room. <laughs> oh. Uh, okay. Uh, Lua, that's that's an odd name. I I once knew someone named Lua. Oh, that's that's, that's quite interesting. Are you wearing your? Are you like? Are you just in plain clothes? Uh ooh. Did I change before I came back down? I don't think I even changed. I think I probably just came back in my suit of armor. All right. I have my helmet on, so you can see like my face. That's that's interesting. To be, have we we might have met before? You you seem you seem familiar. I I'm sure I'd recognize uh, you. You you have the same name as one of my friends, but that was a long time ago, and unfortunately, I never knew what happened with her. So. But, uh, Piper, why don't you tell me about your travels? Well, after the incident after Etna Island, um, I, uh, of course, went to Maurice to, uh, I'm assuming you know Maurice. Uh, yeah, I would say I'd probably, like, not know him, but obviously if he's here, I'd probably know. Cool. 
Uh, so after the incident, uh, after it at Island, um, I sought out Maurice because you know he was a close family friend, uh, and got his advice from him. And he pointed me in the direction of Astoria. And uh, not only is it kind of a cause that I believe in, but I also make a fair amount of money. Uh, so I, uh, so she set me up with this fine group of people. And we went to the Water Temple um, in search of one of the daggers. Um, of course, it was a struggle getting in, and we were accompanied by someone from the Empire, which was neither good nor bad. Anyways, but we got in and were not able to get the dagger, and so kind of a lost cause. Uh, perhaps some of the information we gave Astoria was helpful, but I'm not entirely sure. And now we're here. What about you? Where has well, your journey in taken you? After I departed from from your uh, ship, I uh, went to uh, Etna Island, where I I, I learned of the future of this land. I did not learn about the future of this land. Oh no, get it, get it, get it. Oh, why are you like saying weird things, Kyle? No, I'm freaking out. I'm like, whoa, that's so cool because no one else is paying attention. Oh, okay. I'm paying attention. Come back. Come back. Yeah, I'm pretty much pulling David and David back to attention for a second. <laughs> I was so confused at what you were doing. I was like, what? <clears throat> um, I, there, there's a lot to discuss. I, I learned that before, before now we've been, we've been what, what you could say is in, in this, this gray period of time and, and it's there is so much darkness around us that has just been consuming this land and unless we do anything about it we will surely be plunged into darkness and I know I'm paraphrasing briefly but the things that I do you remember me telling you about the light I'm assuming yes. I don't know. Do you remember? I don't know. Maybe you don't remember anything. You can say you do or not. I mean, I want to say no because I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> but I want to say yes because Piper would definitely remember. Uh, what is the light? Uh, we're all in this Thank you, Gail. <laughs> uh, I'd ask. Like, Thanks, Gail. <laughs> well... <laughs> The, the true name hasn't been revealed to me thus far, but as far as I know it, the light is what, what has watched over the world. It, years ago, I... Uh, let me start from the beginning. 
I, a long time ago, I knew this girl, and she was very different from those around where I live. And we became good friends, and, and because of that, I wanted to learn more about her and learn why she had been mistreated such and because of that I I was constantly searching for ways to help her and and find out more and one day when I went back to where we normally met um, a, a small stone from the stars had fallen into the shack and as I was looking at it I heard a voice and that voice led me to explore many places on, on this earth and I learned that a long time ago the the person that that little girl was used to be descendants of the light and a long time ago they were praised and a long time ago during that time there was several other gods that had been corrupted and that corruption had led to like I was saying before this this land this this grayness that had been set up to be plunged into even further darkness and as I continued to learn more I gained, I grew in strength and knowledge and I knew that where this world and this this land is heading is is a dark place and if we want to bring it back to the light that I must help out and because of the light I I was given strength and I uh, found my way as they as the light talked with me and spoke with me and shared knowledge the light shared that there was a group who was trying to bring back the light, and that's how I ran into Astoria and was brought in here. So the the light is a god, and it and they talk to you. Yes, I've received I've re received a lot of. Great peace from them. <laughs> um, 
my brother in religion. Great life. Um, what's you would Lua would be crying a little bit. Uh, and she, what's what's your name? Malbrick. <laughs> uh, she would just kind of like give up, like you know, like one of those like happy laugh, sob, cry things. Yeah, the chuckle, but also kind of wet. Yeah, she would. She would do that, and she would get up from her seat and just run and hug Malbrick. Oh, uh, does she do this a lot? Rebecca would then come and also. Oh, actually, she doesn't. The hugs. No, she does. She does that a lot. Hug time. Ugh. Lou would just back up. I'm like much smaller than you guys. You guys are like. (laughs) I'm just like. He's like. I guess I'm not that sure. What's four feet? Table size. Table size. (laughs) Sorry for all those short people out there listening. Lulu would back up and just look at him. Like, basically, like, be trying, like, not like, yeah, she would just be looking at him, and she would be like, and the girl in the shack, I guarantee you, was very happy for your friendship. What? It's been such a long time, Albrick. What? Uh, how, how did you get out? It just... I ran. Just one day I ran. Just... I had to go. So, that... That warning... Helped you? It... It did, yes. I'm gonna embrace Lua. And then I'll pull her back and we'll do our handshake that we did as a kid. Yep. Whoa! I had friends. <laughs> you guys are all my friends. Lua, why are you... Why are you like this? What What happened? Um... It's, uh... It's a lot of makeup and a wig. <laughs> um... <laughs> It's, um, uh, sorry, my, my kind are, uh, this is in like a very low tone. Can all of us here list, hear it though? Or yeah, all of you guys can hear it, but it's just like when you like keep the, like, the conversation in the table. Um, she basically just said, it's, it's, uh, I came to find out later that, uh, my kind are, are genuinely sought after and sold into into slavery. So I uh, just tried to hide what I am so I can be out and try and make a difference. Try and change the world. uh, If it were you, Lua, I wouldn't be here. I'm so happy to see you, Mark. Um, may I ask what happened to your eye? <laughs> uh, it's, a, it's a recent development. Um, I, I'm not 
exactly sure what happened, but we were um, we were fighting a kraken, not a kraken, a what's a hydra. A hydra. We were fighting a, uh, a hydra and some some people, and as my best guess, I I can only assume somebody cast a magical spell of darkness, and uh, I tripped and impaled my eye on a uh, on a nail. So, Way to downplay your injury. Well. One second, and I'll I'll kind of turn around and reach into my bag, and shuffle around a second, and like, where is it? And I'll I'll finally pull out this this uh, scroll, and I'll like push some of the food to the side while also Wait. grabbing chicken leg, and then I'll uh, with a chicken leg in my hand, I'll roll the scroll out, and say, give me just a second. I'm chewing, and I'll I'll look at the scroll and kind of do an incantation, and I'll kind of just touch you as I'm doing that, and I will heal your eye. Good question. Does Piper know anything about Lua's what she is? Did we talk about that at all? You Brock, you knew. Full open the door, like with you okay. right there, like first yeah. in the morning. I think I think everyone okay. knows. I couldn't remember. <laughs> okay, cool. I think the I... only person that doesn't is um, Indy. Yeah, Indy does not know. Okay. By the way, Lua. Oh, sorry, Gil. Oh, I was just gonna. I, I I'll share it later. It, it, just something that you said. Well, well, you two were talking. Sorry, I was I was listening in. But... Well, speak now. Oh, I'm, okay. Uh, but um, you said that you learned that her people came from the light. Um, where I her, I kind of like look at at Lua. Kind of like, like uh, side strike. I guess more when I came from the we saw. Her people, at least from what I can remember, as um, kind of our protectors. People of great import, our, our kings and our queens. Well, from all the research that I've learned, that's that's exactly what they are. Where where are you from, son? I'm, Even though I'm like the same age as you, I don't know why I just called you son, but I did. It feels about. It feels right, though. It's okay. You can call me whatever you want, Mister Sir. Um, <laughs> Mister Sir, please. It's Malbrick. Malbrick. Um, well, I'm, I'm not positive, but I'm pretty sure. I I grew up in the. The time before all this happened, and I, d- I don't remember or have all my memories, but what I know is I was um, basically brought back from that time to serve the Empire, and they used my my race, my kind, for their 
their secrets. And I, I feel like already I can trust you, but um, anyways, the Empire, they turned me into something that I'm not proud of. And when I broke because of it, I was lucky enough to soon after meet people who are tied to Astoria. Eventually, through them, I, I got here. But I, I think I'm, I came from a time that is long past. That must make you thousands of years old. Uh, at least 500. But who's counting anyways? Right. I well, I wouldn't count those ones. I, I wasn't really around. It's just, yeah, it was weird. All I right then. How magic works very well. It just kind of happens. Perhaps my gods can teach you. I don't know. I've never really learned about gods before. That'd be interesting. Well, I'd love to tell you all about it. All right. Well. Anyway, sorry for, for interrupting your your reunion. And I'll, I'll kind of, like, I don't know, just nod and then sit down and start eating my, like, I feel like I would have a noodle dish for some reason if I start eating my noodles again. Is uh, Rebecca, uh, Rebecca asleep? No. I'm yeah, good. she was, like, sleeping for just a second. We're good. She danced a little too hard. <laughs> <laughs> and Rebecca, what's your story? Well, um, I was going to start from the very beginning, but I will not. Um, well, my story is back on Mount Thunder Mountain. I lived with my parents for a long time because a little bit because I needed to do a little bit because I'm involved. But anyway, um, and my mother is in charge of our celestial temple and she's pretty great and she wants me to take over the temple someday. But we'll, we'll see how it goes. Um, my dad, oh man. My dad, I wrote down his name so I wouldn't say it wrong. Chad. <laughs> Chad. He's a Chad. That's pretty self-explanatory. Uh, calm man. But, yeah. So I decided to adventure out on my own, express myself, and connect more deeply to the universe in ways that I could not at home. And I have been of great service in some communities. Some I've gotten into trouble with. But overall, it's been a good time, so that's what I've been doing, and it's been turning out pretty good. Um, I am very grateful for my friends. They're very good, and they like doing yoga with me, so it's a good time. Well, good to meet you. I'm not sure what's going to happen next. I know that... After speaking with Astoria, it seems like something is on its way. And I'm excited for it. I think 
It's what we've been waiting for. Oh yeah. That makes sense. So. You Astoria. And on that note, as if. On that note, always. The, the, the guild hall begins to get a bit quiet. As everyone sort of turns and watches as Astoria walks down the steps. Uh, there's not that many people there, only only a couple. You guys, a couple other people around, so Astoria sort of sits at one of the tables close to everybody and sort of as everyone like listens in and like peeks their ears up to hear what she has to say. Um Thank you for all being here. Um I'll keep this message a little short tonight. Though um I don't think this conversation will actually be this short. After some recent news about what the Empire has been able to accomplish at the Water Temple, I think it's safe to begin. We um, we are in the end, the end phase, and we need to act fast and quickly, or else our ambitions, dreams, and all those other things will not come into fruition. It seems like the Empire has acquired the last dagger they needed to acquire at the Water Temple. And because they've acquired this dagger, they'll be able to cause the end of the world as we know it sooner than expected. So we'll have to move fast. What's the plan then? Super distracted by the baby. Um, in short, we need to acquire at least one more dagger just to sort of throw the odds off. And then as we acquire this dagger, we need to show up at the place where the ceremony will take place, overpower the Empire, and most likely the Resurrectors group will be there also to try and grab power. And make sure we're the ones with the daggers at the final moment. Okay. To make sure we don't cause the end of the world. Um, to give a little brief history on what's been going on, is these daggers have sort of been collecting souls across the nation for the past, for a couple of whiles. Um, as these souls have been collected, the idea is that these souls will be used to to power the revivification or the reviving of um, the Phoenix. But the Phoenix is just that fake name. It's will sort of revive this corrupted, sadly a corrupted deity that will just burn and lay waste to this whole world. Everyone will burn and die. Our goal is to make sure that that doesn't happen and we just use those souls to revive something better and something good. Um, so, from the intelligence we have, we know that there's a single dagger, dagger, dagger that is yet to make its way to Etna Island, uh, sort of in the possession of one by the name of Kirsten, is the name we've been given. We know that Kirsten has a bodyguard that sort of accompanies her, who... We're a little afraid of that power. 
but we need a group to go in to kidnap Kirsten or convince Kirsten to switch sides, whatever it may be. Bring her, or we don't even need her, but to bring that dagger back to Etna Island. We'll need to storm Etna Island, and the defense is already set up there. Um, take out anyone there and just use the power to save the world. Any questions? Not as... Not I, for one, am ready. Not as in-depth. <laughs> <laughs> like, kind of... Yeah. So, Who do you want to send? That dude's really good. Um, uh, Lua, Piper, oh, Rebecca, Indy, Gail, you will be assisted with Malvin. Malbrick. You will be assisted with Malbrick to take um. Yeah, <laughs> to find Kirsten, locate the dagger, while the rest of us will begin the preparation to then begin trying to halt the Empire's plan. We'll try and delay them as much as possible. I'm assuming they're heading to Etna Island right now, so on the conclusion of this meeting, I know some of you must sleep, but for those that can, we head off to Etna Island immediately to begin delaying and break out war. Our vantage point will be the city of Astoria, which... Hopefully, we won't have to burn down completely to stop them. Very well. It's sort of symbolic in a sense. I have to go back to the city named after. I was named after. Well, anyway, is the story done talking? Sorry. Is she getting yeah, off the yeah. stick? Okay. Yeah. Well, should we get some sleep? Or should we take off? I I took a rather long nap earlier today, so I am. I can I can go whenever. I am only waiting for an item that's getting fixed that's important to me. That should be done in the morning. After that, I'd be. That's the only thing that would be keeping me. It's uh. Mostly for the sentimental value. Very well. well. Then let us rest. And I'm gonna lean over to Lua and kind of in a lower tone, not like still whisper, but just in a lower tone. And say, um, don't be afraid to show your true form. And then with that, I'm gonna kind of slap my hand on her shoulder and say, see y'all in the morning. Nice. Nice. And with that, as the party rests for the night and gets ready for their new adventure to try and stop the end of this world, we will call it for this session. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. But a dungeon. Special thanks to all of our listeners and supporters on Patreon. The ambient music was produced and created by Michael Gelfi. Intro and outro was produced and created by William Heaton. You can check out our website at www.thedungeonhouse.com. 
can also find us on Instagram and Facebook at The Dungeon House.